Hey everybody, how you guys doing? I'm glad that you're here today. Today is Wednesday, September the 23rd. And uh, I'm really thankful that you've joined me at my little corner of the internet. Stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. So I want to say a big shout out to one of my favorite people in the whole wide world. Uh, my daughter, Savannah, is having a birthday today. Happy birthday, beautiful girl. She is a mother of three now and is just... Uh, an incredible blessing in my life. It is amazing to me as I watch my kids grow and watch them leave our home and watch them walking with the Lord in their own lives, how powerful motherhood is. Uh, Savannah is influencing her own children now, and she is an amazing wife. And uh, I thank God for her every day. So Savannah uh, Bates, happy birthday. I am so thankful that I get to be your mom. I want to take you guys, I'm going to go through a couple of headlines today, some actually really encouraging uh, news on the Netflix front, uh, meaning the Justice Department is being urged to uh, prosecute them, which frankly, that's exactly what should happen. But we'll come back to that in a minute. I read this out of Matthew 9 today and I thought, I got to share this with uh, my podcast people because I think you guys are going to be encouraged. It says, uh, Matthew 9, 29, then he touched their eyes and said, because of your faith, it will happen. Because of your faith, it will happen. Can you guys imagine what it would have been like to follow Jesus? I mean, literally follow him, like to be there physically with him. As he moved in crowds of people, in Matthew chapter 9, we get a wonderful, amazing glimpse into the mission and ministry of Jesus. The entire chapter is a wonderful window into the heart of the Lord. And he wants us to believe in him, to actually put feet to our faith, to trust him, and to teach our children to trust him too. We want our kids to know God can be trusted. Uh, Jesus's love for people is so evident throughout scripture, especially as he interacts with the sick and the suffering. And uh, I saw a pastor in Portland, Oregon, uh, you know, just taking Sean Foyt to task because Sean came here and frankly did what the cowardly pastors of Portland will not do, which is to open their churches. And he said, Jesus would never do that. Jesus would not um, go into downtown Portland and uh, hang out in the middle of a pandemic. Uh, yes, he would. Yes, he would, because Jesus's eyes were always on the prize and the prize is never temporal. It's always eternal. And I believe Jesus would have interacted. Actually, Jesus would have said, this is garbage, you guys. He would have said, stop being afraid. I honestly think he would have done that. Jesus was, he loved people. He interacted with the sick and the suffering. At the beginning of this passage in Mark chapter nine, we see Jesus interacting with a paralyzed man who had been brought to him. And Jesus said to the paralyzed man, be encouraged, my child, your sins are forgiven. Now, as usual, uh, Jesus had his detractors, but even as they criticized him, he turned to the paralyzed man and he said, stand up, pick up your mat and go home. Now I'm thinking about this. Jesus is being, you know, uh, criticized by the Pharisees, you know, these self-righteous, he called them whitewashed sepulchers, right? Beautiful tombs, beautiful on the outside and rotten on the inside. And I'm trying to imagine Jesus in the middle of that. These guys are, you know, trying to get him to 
take his eyes off the ball. You know, oh, Jesus, don't do that. No, Jesus, you know, you're, you're not supposed to be, you know, what's your problem? Remember, they criticized him for healing on the Sabbath. And he was like, what's wrong with you guys? You know, the Sabbath's made for you, not you for the Sabbath. Do you not feed your donkey on the Sabbath? Right. He pointed out constantly the hypocrisy of the Pharisees and the Sadducees as they criticized Jesus and uh, eventually, obviously, called for his his crucifixion. But then I could turn my attention to this man that Jesus that Jesus healed in the midst of being criticized and uh, and uh, really just emotionally beat up. Imagine the joy. That this paralyzed man must have experienced. I know from watching my nephew after he was paralyzed in an accident, when the Lord healed him and he began to feel his arms and legs again, and we began to go, oh my word, he's not going to be paralyzed. He's going to walk. The joy was indescribable. And the Bible records that this dude literally jumped up and went home. God's heart is always to heal. Always. That's why Jesus came into the world. He came in to bring eternal healing. Jesus always kept his eye on the ball. You guys, the eye, our eyes need to be on the ball. The ball is eternal. Our eyes need to be on the souls of people. And later on in the chapter, we read about another healing of a young woman who knew that if she could only just touch the robe of Jesus, that she would be healed. And again, Jesus told her to be encouraged. I love that he said, be encouraged. We need that, right? That's how come I always open up my podcast with stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. We should be vessels of encouragement. And Jesus reminded her that it was her faith that made her well. It was her faith, you guys. Her faith was what made her well. I wonder how powerful is faith in our own lives? How strong is our belief? But check this out. He wasn't done yet. After Jesus left the girl's home, Two blind men followed along behind him, shouting, Son of David, have mercy on us. They went right into the house where he was staying. And Jesus said, Do you believe that I can make you see? See, Jesus never beat around the bush. He wasn't much for for a small talk. He wasn't much for political correctness. And he touched their eyes. And he said, because of your faith, it will happen. And then their eyes were opened and they could see. Because of faith. Because of faith. What are you believing God for today? Are you believing that God has healing after the Rona? Are you, are you believing, is your faith strong enough to believe that God can heal your marriage? That he can bring back your prodigal child? Is there a relationship in your life that seems beyond repair? We want to take these things to the Lord with faith. You see, God honors our faith. He can do it. Are you guys praying for our nation right now? Are we praying? We should be praying every day, Lord Jesus, we need your help. Heal our land. Lord, come into our hearts. Change our hearts. Father, forgive us because we've sinned against you. Lord, remove these cowardly pastors from the pulpits. Lord, he's doing it, by the way. Faith is a powerful tool. 
And I think one of the schemes of the enemy is that when we when we feel discouraged, when we feel tired, we feel kind of beat up, and I felt that way, so I get it, right? That we kind of default, I guess, because we are so tired, instead of praying, we 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 get on the phone. Or we get on worse, we get on social media. And this isn't God's heart. He he wants to see faith in action from us. Do we believe that God, this is one of the things I love about what Sean Foyd is doing. He's going from city to city to city. And he's saying, guys, God, God's heart is to heal. Call out to him. Cry out to him. We saw Jack Hibbs just about two weeks ago, baptize over a thousand. Well, he didn't do it by himself. His team uh, baptized over a thousand people in the ocean. You see, God is still at work. He's in the process of healing right now. He's working in the hearts of leaders. He's raising up a generation of people who are going to be bold and committed to him. God is doing that. He's doing it right now. He's working at people in uh, positions of authority in the government. A listener sent a uh, a link to me to the news, and I'll read it to you. It said, uh, lawmakers urge the Justice Department to probe Netflix for releasing cuties. Remember I told you guys about this last week, this French film that basically sexualizes young girls? Uh, well, political figures have now been engaged in a bipartisan effort to initiate a federal probe against Netflix. I hope they shut them down. I really do. Uh, on Twitter, users urged people to boycott the streaming service. The hashtag cancel Netflix reached the top of trending pages on Thursday. Uh, Representative Tulsi Gabbard, who I have no affinity for, denounced the Hollywood giant as complicit and accused them of, fuel- of fueling the sex trafficking industry, which they absolutely are. Netflix child porn cuties will certainly whet the appetite of pedophiles and help fuel the child sex trafficking trade, she wrote on Twitter. Netflix, you are now complicit. Donald Trump Jr. also weighed in on the matter and agreed with Gabbard and has said it has to stop. These people and the Democrats viciously defending it are trying to normalize pedophilia, he added. The list of Republicans speaking out against Netflix continues to grow. Representative Jim Banks out of Indiana. Senator Tom Cotton from Arkansas and Josh Hawley from Missouri have urged the Department of Justice to take action. On Friday, Ted Cruz sent a letter to Attorney General William Barr. The lawmaker called scenes from the foreign film harmful and abusive. And I would go on and say they are disgusting. And the Netflix, of course, uh, continued to move ahead with the film's uh, release. Horrifying absolutely horrifying. I wonder what would happen if there were more men and women who are Christians in the entertainment industry. Uh, What would happen? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. It's so important for us to be involved in the culture, to get involved in the culture, to say, 
Listen, the, the whole world needs Jesus. The world needs Jesus. God sent Jesus. And we have the chance to invite him into our lives and to live a, sep- a set-apart life. We are called to live a life that's holy, that's set apart. And you guys, there's nothing boring and uh, stuck up about living a life that's holy. If anything, it's incredibly exciting to walk with Jesus, particularly now, and to be able to say that God is for us so that when we talk to people about healing, we know because we've experienced that healing in our own life. It's powerful stuff. Your faith is powerful because of your faith it will happen. Because of your faith, you guys can take on the media giants like Netflix and Disney Plus. And you can say, Father, I believe you could you could shut these guys down in the name of Jesus. We're asking you to do it. Your prayers are powerful and God listens to them. He hears your prayers. God's, God loves you so much, the Bible says that he sent his son to die for you. And uh, we're going to be studying this next month at Moms Strong International, but the idea of being an overcomer. And I was saying, you know, last week to the women at at, uh, MSI when I was teaching, I said, I'm feeling kind of overcomer-ish. You guys kind of feeling that way? Kind of overcomer-ish? Not much of an overcomer in the middle of the Rona, you know, when we're, when we're so, uh, we're under such a, an, it is an oppression, but it is spiritual, but God wants you to be an overcomer. We've been studying second or first Peter rather at MomStrong International. And I think it's interesting because Peter means rock. And Jesus said, of course, you know, on this rock talking to Peter, I'm going to, I'm going to build my church. You guys, Peter was likely in Rome when Nero, uh, Nero was, was persecuting the Christians. He was, these guys endured incredible suffering and they were persecuted because of Jesus, for Jesus. They were persecuted because of their faith. And yet God said that because of their faith, because they believed, because they acted on their belief. Remember I told you uh, yesterday, I've been saying all week, you know, your bold declaration, those, those public proclamations, those declarations mean a lot to God. Because of your faith, Jesus said in Matthew 9, 29, it will happen. And I'm imagining right now and I'm praying for our nation. And let's just end today's podcast by talking to the Lord. Lord, thank you that your word shows us so clearly how we can please you. I pray, Lord, that you would give us faith today that could move mountains. I pray that we would rightly understand your word and that we would teach it to a world that's in desperate need to know you, Lord. We pray for our nation, Lord. We're in so much trouble. We need a move of God. We need healing in this nation more than we've ever needed it. And so, Lord, we invite you into every aspect of our lives, Lord. I pray for a move of God upon the, upon the United States Lord, that your your people would wake from their slumber and that we would be the men and women that you've asked us to be. 
Lord, as our kids go back to school, as we're navigating all this stuff, Lord, I pray that you give moms wisdom and courage, Lord, for the mom who's like, man, I, I don't like my kid in that situation, but I just don't think I can do it. Lord, would you show her that she can do it, that she can do all things through you, that you're the one who makes all things happen. You're the one who holds all things together and you can hold her together too. We come against the spirit of fear that has permeated the culture right now in the name of Jesus. And we say that no weapon that's formed against the children of God will prosper. I pray, Lord, that you just burden our hearts to love you more. That we might walk in right relationship with you. I thank you today for my daughter, Savannah, and for the 30 years that you've given me to be her mom. And I pray, Lord, your hand upon her as she raises children in a culture that's turned its back on you. Give she and Ryan wisdom as they raise your children to love you and walk with you. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, before I go today, you guys, as usual, we love it when you leave reviews for the podcast. We're trying to get to 5,000 reviews there. And uh, when we do, we are going to have a massive giveaway here. So uh, maybe keep that in mind, a little bit of incentive for you, I guess. Uh, That would be good. Also, I just want to encourage you again, uh, come out for Faith That Speaks. It's coming up. We're taking a little bit of a risk and just asking God to bless it. October 9th and 10th here at Firmly Planted Family. And I'm telling you what, you guys, it's a weekend that will change your life. You will not be sorry that you came. Uh, please come out. And uh, I know that you're going to be encouraged. Uh, as for me, my husband and I are... Uh, just really looking forward to the next thing on our calendar and and uh, obviously just going where God wants us to go. We'd ask that you guys would pray for us as we make decisions about the speaking season for next year. It already looks a little on the wonky side and uh, we're just really praying for our country and praying for our nation. You guys, the bottom line today is this, your belief, your faith is a powerful tool in the hands of the Lord. And God wants to use you. He wants to use you and he can as long as we don't hinder him. And we hinder him by our lack of faith, right? We hinder him by our lack of obedience. God loves obedience and he loves our faith in action. He wants your faith to be of faith that speaks. We appreciate you guys listening. As always, you can reach out to us here at the podcast. If you want to reach out to me via snail mail, you can do that. Heidi St. John podcast, Kara Firmly Planted Family, 11100 Northeast 34th Circle, Vancouver, Washington, 98682. We sure love you guys. Love your families well today. And I pray that your faith would grow and that it would become a faith that speaks. Have a great day, everybody. And I'll see you back here tomorrow. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.